Welcome to the Two Marketeers podcast, where marketing swashbucklers, Sean and Lindsay, seek to demystify the fascinating world of modern marketing. Each episode takes listeners on a storytelling adventure that informs, entertains, and inspires marketing enthusiasts of all kinds. And now, here are your hosts, the two marketeers themselves, Sean Patrick and Lindsay. Wow! Yeah! Woo! Take the stick! Hello, and welcome to the very last episode of season one. Part two of our two-part season finale called Great Brands Are Story Doers. In the last episode, part one of the finale, yeah, we talk a lot, so we made a part one and a part two, (laughs) we left our listeners hanging from a proverbial cliff. Didn't we, Sean? Yeah, we did. After having vehemently agreed on brand purpose being our number one takeaway from season one, I ended with some tricky wordplay, hinting to what was our next key insight. It rhymes with gory mooing. It's brilliant. Was it brilliant? Yes. (laughs) May I add that the brilliance continues for this entire episode, ending with a witty rapid fire, most rememberable moments from us, a not to be missed summer event. People, we hope you enjoy this episode and we also hope you have an amazing summer. We'll see you in the fall when we launch season two of the Two Marketeers podcast. Stay safe and we'll see you soon. This season is over! Roll tape! What's number two? It rhymes with gory mooing. Oh, yeah. Huh? I know what that is, but it sounds like a terrifying thriller. (laughs) I do that all (laughs) the time, the rhymes with, and it's so bad. Gory mooing. Is that like a cow goes to the... You know, a bad barn. He gets tricked into like getting on the truck, and then no. is that the sound at the slaughterhouse? Gory mooing. Oh God. Sorry. Okay, it's story doing. A term I, I was not familiar with. Apologize to all the vegans with. out there. <laughs> we realize you you are increasing during the pandemic, and now we see why. Okay. Story doing. Story doing. As a as a basically at the end of the day, what is Sean? He's a storyteller. Um, oops, because I hate that term. I don't know why, but it, everyone could claim it. Um, but story doing is the sort of dovetailing of, or it's the cascading down from purpose. So when brands establish a clear purpose and what they're meant to do beyond just earn money. And if you're a brand, work at a company where it is all about money, no judgment. Okay, a little bit. But <laughs> this isn't a conversation for you. If you're a company that's really around having a purpose and and making a bit of a change wherever you can and having that not, oh, every year we're going to contribute this much to that and tell people that we did that. It's about um, really taking the time to create that culture around what that purpose is and embrace all employees with it. And it starts Hmm. internally, but I say it starts internally, but it all starts with the brand. So it's like most important is what is your, what is your position? What is your purpose to the world? And how do you attract the right people who want to be part of that purpose? Mm-hmm. And from that, you do amazing things. And I feel like it was something that existed. We discovered before COVID, but it became paramount in the first few months of COVID because it was brands that were sharing things they did versus talking about things they would do. Right. That is the key. Say it again. That is say you say it again. That is the key. No, you say it. You say it. Oh, I forgot. No, it's a <laughs> fine. I'll say it. 
You say it, it. is. This is not communications. This is action and then communications. It's doing actual things. It's not saying, hey, should we put up a black square for Black Lives Matter Day? No, you should be doing things in support of marginalized people and sharing the results of that supporting society and doing real actions and using your brand and budgets and channels and communities for good and once you do good things you can tell people about them it's not chiming into a conversation or jumping on a bandwagon from a communications or social or whatever the channel is perspective it is real action and then sharing the progress and results of the things that you've done to actually help people. Yes. That's what you said, right? Yeah, it was better <laughs> with a little more conviction too. Um, it's not about, it's such a huge, I, you want to say pivot, but I'm, it's I a talk 180. to people about this all the time still. And they're like, what? Like big <laughs> brands. And I'm like, actions, real things. Like the things, know, what are it, you doing to support people? And they're like, but we want to talk about the black square. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes, that's what I mean. Is it's going to be kind of like branding has been. It's the same thing. Lindsay, we're going to be alone. We're going to, it's a good thing we have. Okay, we're admitting that Lindsay and I are friends today because I did something nice for her this morning. Yeah, um, Sean cared about me. So we're friends now. Okay, for now, today. Um, I know that as a marketer, someone who would stand in that room and kind of say, this is what you're doing. Here's the campaign. Here's a creative. Yeah. And let's all, let's all gamble and think that I'm actually brilliant and, you know, let's win this, let's win it. It was just, it, everything has changed just to say, let's gamble, let's get the money. And when, when we've executed it, you pay for it. So we better put all this gambling into the, the what we're going to do and make sure as many eyes see, yeah. are aware what of what we we're going to do. Something. And then if we do it and it doesn't go well, the money has been spent and very few benefited. That's kind of yeah. sadly why I would go home, you know, from work and feel very sad about myself. Um, that's my problem. Yeah, no deflated one else. You know, like, am I changing the world here? When you look at it through the lens of what Lindsay just presented, it's a slow evolution, right? Really get clear on we're not just trying to we're not just trying to change lives with our product or improve lives with our product. We're trying to improve lives based on our brand and what it can do for the world. Mm -hmm. And you do it and you do it subtly. Like you, yes, you try and make awareness around it so that people, you don't try and necessarily create press around it or you hold back and say, let's just do it. A huge measure of our success will be in some way. I think I've mentioned it before. Triple bottom line in some cases is it's not just about the measure of money or eyeballs or those sort of things. It's about what impact did it make based on the perp your purpose and what you stated you want to do regularly over time consistently. And when it's done, share the story. You don't share the story for the sake of making it more successful. You share the story because you're proud of what your brand has achieved. And yeah. that's what's happening right now. And if you try and do it the old-fashioned way, what will happen, Lindsay? What will consumers do? Cancel. <laughs> you are canceled. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, like we said, you can keep trying, 
but now's the time that, that we're we're at that tolerance point, the tipping point where that will be seen through. The authenticity will will be identified first. And if there's a lack yeah. of authenticity, you have done damage. It's not good. Yeah. And you deserve you have to it. stop talking until you have something worth talking about. Yeah. And what you're talking about is something you're proud of because you did change life. And that's called brand building. So that purpose we talked about, you demonstrate your purpose through the actions that you take. And of course, yes, people do want to hear. It's fine to brag about a great action because you're so proud of it. It's okay to feel mm -hmm. pride, but it has completely put what I would say, the, the, what I now call traditional marketing, but the marketing as we've known it, it's turned it on its head. Would you say, Lindsay? Yeah, I agree. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, people. Sorry, marketer friend. Um, what I will say is I'm seeing the majority of the industry rising to the occasion. They're, yeah. you know, they're rising to the top and the other ones are just going silent. So that's nice. You know, we've had a couple of episodes where we have called out some negative behaviors where we, it's not what we wanted to do, but with, in the absence of any good, we kind of had to call it mm -hmm. out. Um, so story doing. Yeah. We love that one. And I think that's why we do this podcast and why we've called it the two marketeers, even if that's, you know, hard for people to Google and find, um, <laughs> cause it should be marketers. Sorry. We, that's like number one rule. We broke it. <laughs> yeah. We can break but rules. We're brilliant. It's that we do believe that brands, you know, have the power to make real change and to impact the world. And it's through things like these actions and it doesn't have to be a huge thing. You don't have to build from the ground up a children's hospital as a granola brand. Like <laughs> it could be that you're, you know, helping little kids to eat healthier on the go with you. Yeah, like, if I can change two be, people's lives in my community, then. Yeah. And it's as long as you know what your purpose is and you make positive action towards what your purpose is and you share those actions. That's what we're talking about. It doesn't have to be a grand display, although for big brands, you know, it definitely should be, you have, you have more of that power to kind of change the world. But I think that's why we're so obsessed with this idea of story doing and why we've talked about it so much this season is that we do believe that brands have the power to change the world. Where I struggle the most is based on my expertise and what I used to do. I still do it sometimes. It's like, oh, I'm putting myself out of work by saying that. Because <laughs> I'm the guy, I'll sometimes be hired for pitches. Well, I think it's the same with brands. Like not every, not every brief, not every campaign, not every dollar you put behind something is going to be laddering up to this big grand thing. But you take those moments when you can and you make it happen when you can and you create great action when it makes sense for your brand. And there's going to be some times where it's like a $2 off coupon. That's fine. Like some things are cheap and cheerful. Some things are in the name of fun. Some things, you know, there's a, there's a role for all of those things, but it's figuring out what the role is of each of the initiatives and how it kind of like all ladders up to the, to your master brand. Boom. What's number three. Okay. Drum roll. <laughs> Lindsay's hair. Is that one of the things that annoys you about me? No. <laughs> Come on, I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm totally freestyling. I'm like that hair. You know, I think we've gotten at least one more follower because of now that people see what mm. you know the hairstyles. What about your hair? I'm still there. -ish. You miss. We're missing your point. You're what groomed. Is, that's so symbolic. You're groomed points. <laughs> Lindsay. Often we're missing your point. Sean, everyone misses your point. 
So get one. Get a point. She's she's referring to my beard. Sean used to have a majestic point when you could go to. I can't. Hi. I can't go to a barber even when they were open. They won't do beards, which I respect. Oh, because of the mask. Yes. So I miss like two things right now. Like I'd started doing that where I just go to the barber every three weeks and just go all out and just be like, yeah, do it all. And uh, yeah, it's gone. And the gym. Those are the two things. Well, do you have another number three or is it really hair related? Um. I'm doing this totally like from the hip. Do you don't want to do a third one for me? Or are you going to do you your want own me three? Too? Yeah. So, well, I can talk for a minute if you want me to talk about something. Number three. So this was the challenge of this episode. Sean said, I just have to move my legs because I'm sitting, again, I'm sitting <laughs> on the floor and they're both dead asleep. So, <laughs> um, and her jeans we are can do buds. this. We can do this, people. But no one notices because they're all looking at the hair. Doesn't matter what you do. Right. Stop it. Because, yeah, I'm sitting on the floor. Okay, great. So Sean challenged me to say, okay, so we're going to talk about the top top three things, whatever you want. So I was like, okay, you know, we use this podcast to try and impart some knowledge, try and share some real kind of concrete takeaways. I'm like, what are things that I could share with people that I've learned? And I'm like... The biggest thing I've learned is that a lot of cliches are true (laughs) and a lot of things that you would teach people or say to people about going through an experience like starting a business, quitting a job, launching a podcast. No particular order. Yeah. Managing a pandemic with two kids under 10 years old. Homeschooling. Your house becoming a school. Yeah. And still trying to. Dealing with Cheryl. Yeah. Dealing with Cheryl, your new office Cheryl, Dealing with Cheryl. Dealing with, and I say dealing with, but I mean like co-doing something with someone else who's also going through a lot of crazy stuff like ever, and trying to bring things together and like trying to make something that you're both very passionate about happen when everyone is very stressed and there's, you know, there's a lot going on. So I was like, what do you, what do you tell people? And a lot of the things that you would say that I came up with to share are very cliche, but also very true. And the one thing that I was, this is going to sound funny. So Will Smith is on this. Have you seen his like um, statement about weight loss or whatever? I guess he really let himself go during the pandemic. So him and another celebrity we're posting on TikTok that they're like, this is the time now they're going to get themselves in shape and they're going to document it and like all of this stuff. But he's always been in very good shape because of all the movies he's been in. So I just started going around on some of his content on TikTok. And he's actually, he has a lot of like motivational quotes and motivational speeches and motivational like content that he shares. And the one thing that um, really resonated with me, I'm not sure if you've ever heard this saying before, but It's apparently a famous quote um, from the Marines that are a famous mantra or motto of the Marines. They say, everyone wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Have you heard this before? No, it's good. So I'm on TikTok, clearly a glass of wine deep, and it's like 11 o'clock and I'm like going through things. And he's like, work is hard. Like to get somewhere great that you want to go is hard. Everyone wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And I'm like, yeah, exactly that. 
Like, that's what I would say about pushing through this year and launching this podcast. We launched it in September. Was it September, 2020? The timeline's all messed up. So it's September, 2020. We started recording in February, 2020. Yeah. So that would have been at the very beginning of the pandemic. So we're like, we're going to do this podcast. We're super pumped about it. We have a full strategy because we are strategists. We strategize the shit out of our own stuff as well. We had like a full content plan. We knew what we were going to do pandemic hits. And we're like, Hey, we still really want to do this thing. Like, how do we make it happen when the world is blowing up and things that you are just passionate about also are not just fun. Okay. Like hard work is hard. Like it's hard. I don't know if you've like found it hard as well. It's been so fun. So rewarding, such a learning experience to launch this podcast, but people want to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Like you don't want to do a lot of people don't want to do the hard work to get to the great thing that you really want. Wow. That's light Mary. I said your hair, right? Well, I've just been reflecting on this because I'm like, yeah, like we have busted our asses all year and like have been very dedicated to doing this. And it's been like, it's been so fun and so great, but fun shit side hostels, they don't just happen. Like it is a lot, a lot to do. Yeah, you're right. And it's so cliche. Is that not so cliche? Yeah. Well, it's so, uh, What's the word? There's conflict in that. There's there's opposing sides even in what you present. Yeah. Um, I, I would definitely say that I'm one of the people who had already a lifestyle that didn't create the challenges. Like basically how you framed it up is absolutely like Simone and I are constantly <laughs> saying as we see our, you know, similar families in your dynamic, Lindsay across the street and we're like, Hey, like, why don't your kids come play in the pool? Or, Hey, maybe our daughter can go play with your kids or whatever, because we're like, I don't, we don't know how we see the struggle. Yeah. Um, I think it's combined with, I'm not going to lie. Your thirties are hard. They're freaking hard. And it like, I can generalize. You look back in your thirties because you were, you'll always, I, I say this generalizing, but for me, I look back on my thirties. It's where I probably achieved the most. Mm -hmm. And it was the hardest. Yeah. It's a time, you know, as you approach every decade, I looked back and kind of went, okay, goodbye, 30s. I'm going to stop trying so hard. I'm going to stop trying so hard. Um, And then you hit your 50s and you're like, who, what's my name? No. Um, (laughs) You're like, I tried not hard. And then you look at your 50, you're in your 50s and you looked at your 40s and you go, I thought I said not to try so hard. Um, (laughs) Now I'm really going to stop trying so hard. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, to react yours, I, it speaks for itself. It's very strong. Um, I come from a very, for me, it comes from a very different, what I've done is two things that I've proven to myself that if I want a sideline, maybe that's it, Lindsay, it is hard. And the fact that you're doing it is not typical to a lot of people going through what you're going through for someone like mm. me in the, it's an opportunity so that I can do it and I want to do it because I don't have those other pressures. And I refuse now that those pressures of, you know, kids, school, life, you know, the, the grind, the competitive grind of the world you live in professionally. Yeah. yeah. I refuse to replace that newly found time with that again. Right. 
And that's, this is the, uh, what- that's another cliche quote that I feel like is so amazing with what you just said is that I read recently, someone was like, don't confuse my free time with availability. Ooh. Bam. Right. Yeah. There, there's a learning and I don't, I'm pretty good. So um, I think what's really neat is Lindsay and I are in this for very different things. Um, all that matters. Are is we? That I we... thought we were just hanging out. Uh, are we friends again? Yeah, today. Okay, yeah, today. Sorry, right. Still today. Um, <laughs> what I will say is uh, we have been on a journey that both of us were fully in and have never, you know, like, hey, we have struggles. Um, the only thing, there wasn't a struggle is Lindsay's hair was always fantastic. But it's just sort of like, I wouldn't change them. It's very rare else I would say something that's been such a challenge and, and you know, so effort required so much effort not one ounce of it was wasted not one ounce of it did I say I can't do this uh you know it's like we have been having fun guys we have been having fun do we do we want you to enjoy our fun we hope so because it's the reason we do this is if it's not fun we're not doing it anymore um so we've been very lucky we I think we didn't do this because of COVID like COVID you know, right before we got into this, we kind of said, hey, we're not terrible. I, you know, I had to figure out a lot of technical stuff, but it was really just, I look back, I'm like, we can do this. This is just a good habit. It's that cliche of like, work those muscles. It's hard. It's hard to work those muscles. But once you've worked them, it's up to you to decide that when did this get hard, right? You keep it. You just use those muscles, continue to perform. And we are at the end of season one of building our muscle, our podcast muscle. And I think that's the other thing that's really, um, that going through this experience of launching this podcast has also been really beneficial in the work that I do. And I'm sure maybe the work, like the work that you do as well is that I, absolutely. I have a newfound appreciation or a newfound reminder of how hard it is. Like we, as I said, we put ourselves through like a six week boot camp of, recording, Showing testing, up. doing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Before that, we had we were doing full strategy sessions. We have decks, we have audiences, we have positioning, we have all of the stuff that we would do for our clients. And I think implementing it on an ongoing basis and doing the work to actually create the content and get it out there and measure it and see what the results are and continually create things that's, that are hyper-relevant and insights related and people first. Like we're not just writing strategy for clients and walking away. Like I really, I've really been reminded of the work that goes in once I hand you a strategy document and walk and walk away that it's not easy to implement. It's not going to be a turnkey solution where you're like, great, now I have a strategy and all as well. It's like with, I find now with my clients as well, it's, it's been a really great reminder of like, we're in this together. We're implementing this together. It's not that I'm just going to pass off thinking to you and wish you luck. It's that we really understand what goes into implementing these plans and content and making things successful. And it's just been, I think, a really valuable reminder of what happens after the strategy phase is done. Good. Did you hear that, people? Lindsay gets a little passionate. <laughs> um, okay. My real number three, I've come to it, it's very quick, is how Lindsay and I came to this from opposite spectrums as it relates to our audience. Oh yeah. Okay. You know what we're trying to do. And you know, my reason for doing this is to make 
big agency kind of thinking applicable to small business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was about, can we do something as two marketeers that kind of blends regardless of size of company or anything? And I think we've proven that. I I can't think of one uh, episode we've done that at least you and I, Lindsay, haven't walked away going like, we have totally cracked the nut on marketing is for everybody. Um, It is for everybody on a personal basis, on a small business basis, on a huge global brand basis. We're just excited end of season one, we've come out of each episode is with a message that it doesn't matter how big or small you are. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a way of thinking. Branding is a way of thinking. And this is an opportunity to decide if the way we say brands can be thought about is the way you want to start thinking. Yeah. Doing it's hard. First step is thinking. Um, Okay. We have like five minutes, two minutes, whatever. Let's do a rapid fire. What? Okay, I'm going to ask a couple of like, what's your top, what's your top episode? What's your favorite episode? Ah, is that the question or is that yep. an example of a question? No, that is the question. I try to stall. <laughs> but... uh, I can't even remember them all. I love the Barbie one. Barbie. Go <sighs> listen to Barbie. It was a great one. Barbie's great. What's yours? Uh, Barbie. <laughs> oh, wait. What about the cheetah? Cheetah one. That was good. That you were good. Glenn and Doyle. Be a goddamn cheetah. That's a and good that's one. early on. We were just finding our, you were nuts that day. Um, favorite episode is Barbie. Favorite moment in an episode. Favorite moment um, was pre-episode dressing like, dressing up like an elf and dropping off your Christmas present at your oh. front door and recording content, which I thought we would use for a lot of things. And it was just really funny. And now you've lost that mug. It makes me sad. <laughs> that's a favorite. Mine, the vagina talks. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's a good one. Reading that's in our reading the uh, uh, wellness industrial complex. Oh yes, wellness industrial complex. That's an awesome one. Go listen to that. I did a complete one hundred and eighty on uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, who I am now a huge fan of, um, and near the end just talked about some of the products on Goop, and I'm literally reading product descriptions and there's a lot of, lot of vagina things happening and Lindsay's just being like not nice and I'm just, just like, I don't know why we're letting Sean do all this vagina talk and I'm like because you won't do it like, but there's one more weird instruction I'd like to read aloud and I was like I'd like you to not read it aloud <laughs> how about that it's dated. <laughs> my favorite moment <laughs> okay what's the next question last one biggest flub I have mine can I say mine first is that is it what <laughs> Go say ahead. it. No, you say it. You tell me what my third one is because I know you're right. When we didn't rec- when we forgot to record an entire episode and it was so good and it's like just went away. It's so cute that you said we. Well, I don't like you to go down alone. It was me. You were like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. I think we flooded where the other one always says, all right. But yeah, it was, but you know what? Sean called me immediately after that great episode. He's like, so. How's your day? I was like, yeah, I just talked to you for an hour. What's up? He's like, I didn't record that episode at all. And I was like, Mother! <laughs> and then I was like, well, whatever. Okay, see you next week. <laughs> That's that, what I mean. Things are going to happen. You got to just roll with it. That's right? the takeaway. Just roll with it. With your partner, you know, have compassion. Uh, think about it. It was a bad day. And actually the recording wasn't very good. Didn't we agree that you just said that? So We that. would never know. Because okay, it's gone. let's move on to Lindsay's number three. I'm just gonna oh, go no, look sorry. The graveyard. Your, <laughs> your, biggest, it out. your biggest flub. What's your biggest flub? I can't think of any. Uh, 
That wow. one, what about that one episode when I couldn't talk or read anything? <laughs> I you was trying to. I was, was trying to. <laughs> and no one will ever know because that's in the graveyard too. Sean You're welcome. deletes things where I was trying to read an excerpt from an, uh, an article in the drum. I think I was hungover. I possibly took a Tylenol, too much coffee before. And my brain was not keeping up with the words. And I'm listening, guys. You got to understand. I'm the editor. I'm not, you know. And he's like, uh, yeah, can you read that sentence back? I was like, I can And you'll can't. hear tone sometimes. Like, I'll be like, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can you? And she'll be like, oh. I nailed it. He'll be like, you, you said misunderstood. <laughs> That's not a word. And I was like, you misunderstood what I said. I said a word. What was mine? Rememberable? Yeah, there's the word. Okay. So that's it. Go get your swimsuit on, Lindsay. Go frolic in whatever you frolic in your bathing suit. Enjoy the summer. We'll be back fall 2021. Vaxxed and waxed, baby. Fall 2021. Expect fun stuff over the summer as I play around with formats and drag Lindsay down. I track her down, drag her down. It's going to be great. Also, if there's any upcoming topics you'd like to hear about in our new season, feel free to comment. Please do. And subscribe. Okay. Subscribe. Bye, Lindsay. I'll see you in the fall. See you in season two. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a great summer. That's it for this episode, my fellow marketeers. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, subscribe to this podcast at thetwomarketeers.ca. That's thetwomarketeers.ca. Spell it out. Be sure to tune in for more marketing adventures every month from us, the two marketeers. But you can just call us Sean and Lindsay. Actually, I, I would prefer Wise Guy. Yeah, I, I know you would. We're not, we're not doing that.